0: Hey, let's talk about food and music, eating and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes, yeah, dinner's on soon, and to get ready for, ready for
1: peanut butter and jumps.
0: You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with host Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9, exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood, and a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning, the endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the hosts, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's Peanut Butter and Jams.
2: And welcome, you are listening to Peanut Butter and Jams. Uh, I am Jordy,
3: And I am Brenda.
2: And we have a very special guest today.
3: Darcy. Correspondent Darcy Broach. My girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome here. Thank you.
2: And uh, what are we going to talk about on the show today?
3: Well, we've got two delightful segments. Mm -hmm. Um, One is going to be a random freewheeling discussion about beef jerky.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Um we have some jerky from is it BHK?
3: B H K jerky.
2: Yeah. Um from on uh Fraser and Kingsway.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just up. So Fraser and 16th
2: Mm-hmm. Um a Singaporean jerky place that you if you happen to be a fan of the Dragon's Den, maybe you're already aware of it yeah
3: and we purchased them today so we will run in the hallway and taste test mm-hmm. during our discussion that's exciting
2: yes darcy was in the middle of a no meat diet yes
4: yeah, the last time and i wasn't able to taste it but i smelt it and it was delicious
2: it smelled delicious yes and um we also have a very special new feature that may continue Depending on the person who's doing the feature's interest <laughs> in continuing to do it, that um, being Trevor,
3: I'm hoping it will be a repeat segment.
2: Yes, um, I, pu- I put some, I put a little bit of work into the intro, so I hope that we, I get to use it more than once. Um, it's called Driving Through with Trevor, and uh, uh, it, it is about the life and times of eating f- fast food in Vancouver downtown. Downtown, yes, downtown only. Um, What would you like to do now, though? Would you like to listen to a song, Brenda?
3: Yeah, let's start with some music. For all the listeners at home, it is SoCAN week, so all the local bands that we play will get a very small check in the mail. So to all those bands out there, register your song for SoCAN, or you won't get your $8.50.
2: Or whatever amount it is when they actually pay it out. Anyhow, um, this is Street Street Freaks by Jay Arner. Happy birthday to Jay Arner.
3: Sweet 16.
2: Happy sweet 16. Finally hit it. You can drive.
5: I will say B, Peru. I'll do it. And that's your final answer? Yes. You can buy a new car. You just want $33,055.78.
3: To everyone who donated to this year's fun drive, CITR would like to say thank thank you.
0: Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Thank you to everyone who helped us meet and exceed our goal of $30,000. Your generous donations help us support local artists, businesses, and marginalized voices in the community. Here's to another 75 years of campus and
2: community radio. Yes, everybody, thank you for donating, especially the people who donated to our show, who are, of course, specialer than everyone else who donated
3: definitely definitely definitely
2: um did we we even have them all written down would you like to say them out brenda
3: sure um well maybe i'll alternate with darcy okay thank you michelle thank you john thank you allison thank you pat thank you jackie thank you michael thank you anonymous thank you hilda thank you jerry thank you brian thank you kendra thank you Rhonda. thank you kate Thank you, Shelley, and thank you, Janice.
2: And thank you if we forgot you, but I'm pretty sure we didn't because that's the whole. I think that's the whole list.
3: And we raised over twelve hundred dollars on our show, which is wow. um, pretty exciting. Over one thirtieth. Yeah. Of our goal.
2: Yeah, we did our part.
3: It that's is probably different. about a thirtieth, and there's about ninety programs on the air, so we kind of rocked it.
2: Yeah. Anyways, good work, us, and good, good work, guys. you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, what would you like uh, That was um, Street Freaks by Jay Arner um, If you are interested in hearing it again Check out his Bandcamp. Up there
3: uh, One of the prizes at the Fun Drive finale silent auction Was that Jay would write a song about you So I'm really looking forward To hearing the song he writes about Maybe Liz that was Brandt. the song oh. <laughs> 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 Maybe, th- maybe <laughs> this was about you
2: Oh yeah, yeah Liz Brandt Congratulations to Liz Brandt for getting a song written about her by Jay.
3: Yeah, another great prize at the event was um, was a sing along with Apollo Ghosts at the final Apollo Ghost show on May tenth. And Ryan Rosell, the person who does our public service announcements, who you heard on the ad that we just played and who put that together, mm-hmm. he he won the auction for that. So he'll be jumping up on stage and singing a Apollo Ghost song.
2: Cool. Um, do we want to hear something from the CITR Pop Alliance? Yes, CD? I think we should. And, uh, celebrations of CITR and a successful fund drive? Yeah. All right. This is Aaron Reed. Um, this song is called Unlimited Sight. You might know who Aaron Reed is because he's in the Sunday service. I
4: thought that name sounded familiar. Yeah. I didn't know he was De- Describe
2: so. Aaron Reed's comedy.
4: Um, goofy yet hilarious.
2: Okay. <laughs> good I don't, dis- know. Good I don't descriptors. know how else to describe it. I would describe him as being short and always doing an old man voice
4: yeah that kind of goes along with Goofy yeah that's true he does
2: a lot of old man voices he does yeah Yeah. anyhow Um, check out the Sunday service too
4: AIDS Vancouver Helpline is here to help. Open from 9 to 4, Monday to Friday, the Helpline answers questions about HIV and safer sex. Call to find medical support in your area without giving your name. Run by volunteers, the Helpline is one of many programs from AIDS Vancouver combating the HIV epidemic in the Lower Mainland. While not medical professionals, our volunteers answer your questions confidentially and anonymously. The helpline number is 604-696-4666
0: or contact us online at www.aidsvancouver.org.
2: That was Lie, off of their tape, which I'm going to donate to CITR, because I don't have a way of playing tapes at home. Um, but maybe you'll hear it more on CITR. Yeah,
3: we can listen to them here, and then you have to listen to them too.
2: Yeah. Um, that song was called, how do you pronounce that, Brenda?
3: Um, Night Fossilier Muse.
2: Okay. That actually might have just been Night Fossilier, and maybe Muse is the second song on this side. So definitely something is uh, uh, left a little bit unclear on the packaging, but I think that's what they were going for. People who put out tapes are not trying to be famous.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Tapes are making a comeback these days.
2: Mm, I think it's a mild comeback. It's more
3: like a
4: collector's item. People need tape recorders or tape players for them to actually make a comeback. Mm.
2: Although, admittedly, I was like, ooh, a tape, I want it. And then I bought it, and I was like, why do I buy this? Yeah. But CFTR's getting it, so anyone can listen to it now.
3: We have many tape players.
2: We have one.
3: One. Well, there's some in other studios, and there's, a I think, a pile of broken ones but in Robinson. But we're not having a
2: fun drive for new tape players. No
3: more tape players. <laughs> new broadcast boards. Uh- <laughs>
2: Yes. Um, next, what we wanted to do was play the play driving through. Um, it's. Do you want to talk about it, or do you think it explains itself? I think
4: it explains itself. Maybe, All right. maybe. we'll talk about it after. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. So, if you wanted to learn about fast food in Vancouver and the state of fast food, this is this is for you.
5: We're, we're starting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did the intro prepared like the music? Oh, by the way, I also have written here driving through brackets ding ding with Trevor. Okay. So you have to add the. <laughs> I'll add a ding, a ding ding. Okay.
4: This is driving through.
1: Out, ding ding. It's all my ladies.
5: Hello. Welcome to driving through. Ding ding with Trevor. A show that dives into and drives through the exciting world of fast food in downtown Vancouver. I say downtown Vancouver specifically because I live downtown and I don't like ride buses. Uh,
2: That that makes sense. Uh, Trevor, what would you like to talk about for your first time on the show?
5: Uh, So, For my first show, I want to talk about something which is really the most exciting development to rock, the downtown Vancouver fast food scene in a number of years. Um, so as you might imagine, uh, based on the level of expertise that I'm going to reveal in the coming weeks, uh, I'm actually an active member of the international fast food online community, and whenever I, That's you know, a thing, um, unofficially, I mean, unofficially. like, are there like forums and stuff that you or like a Reddit or something? It's like it's it's mostly Twitter. Okay, okay. but I have friends on Twitter from other countries. They're uh, okay. also really into fast food. Okay, okay, and you discuss it? Yeah, yeah. And But basically, whenever I say I'm from Canada, the first thing they say is like, oh, you have Harvey's there. Uh, you must go to Harvey's all the time. To which I, my most common response is, we do technically have Harvey's, but in Vancouver, they only have Harvey's in the airport or Home Depot. Right. Which I don't go to, mm-hmm. because I live downtown and I don't like to ride buses. Until? Until now... Um, Harvey's, and this is really like I mentioned, the most exciting development in the Vancouver downtown fast food scene in many years. A um, Harvey's recently opened up on Granville Street, right between Nelson and Smythe, right, um, which is just happens to be like a few blocks from from where I live, right. Um, so Harvey's, uh, for those not in the know, is basically to Canada what In and Out is to California. Okay. So it's a good restaurant. Um, it's a really great restaurant, but it's actually. Viewed as viewed by people outside of Canada, but even better than it really is, just because of for some inexplicable reason they decide not to expand their territory, even though they obviously could, they don't, which creates this kind of mystique around it, right? So people kind of have this impression of Harvey's as being this kind of ultimate fast food. So, what's the big uh, deal about chain. Harvey's? Um, well, the, the, the main thing is that they they fl- uh they grill their burgers instead of just sort of they have like an actual. Flame grill in the back of their in their fast food kitchen that they grill the burgers on.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, so the result is that you get really more so than any fast food restaurant in the world. You get really juicy, fresh tasting burgers. Right,
2: so it's like it came off a of barbecue.
5: Exactly right. Yeah. Like if you bite into it, like it's the only burger that like you bite into it and you'll actually have to wipe hamburger juice off your chin, mm-hmm. even if you have no toppings, just because the burgers themselves are so juicy. Mm. Um, so it's it's really great in that regard. Um, another th- great thing about it is that they have uh, sort of how you, when you go to Subway, they ask you like each individual topping. Right. You can say, you know, do you want this? Do you not want this? So you can customize it to like at the absolute nth degree. It's great, right? right. Because uh, a lot of fast food restaurants theoretically let you decide what you want, but you mm-hmm. kind of feel like a jerk for telling them not to put whatever on a burger. And it's usually
2: like they have things on it already, but you say. Know this. Know this. You don't get to say, "Please put this." Yeah. On. Yeah.
5: Exactly. Like you, you. Any. Like literally any topping you can imagine, they have like available, and they don't put anything on until you actually specifically ask for it. Okay. So you, you don't. You don't feel like some. You don't feel like you're deviating from some set formula. Like they literally right. are, are saying, the burger doesn't exist until you've concocted it yourself. So, they are presumed presume to know better than you how to top the burger before you. have you got in there.
2: So, do you take advantage of all, all of the toppings or like how many toppings? Oh,
5: you- no, I don't put anything on it because I, you know, I, I like just to taste the burger and the cheese and maybe, right. maybe like a little bit of lettuce, which is kind of why I, I it's the biggest problem I have with fast food restaurants because they put all this crap on there that I just end up picking off later.
2: Right, you don't want the, pit, the ketchup or the pickles? Or- well,
5: I mean, ketchup, sure, that's fine. Like the sauces are fine, but like who wants, you know, a million different vegetables? Like, I'm not there to eat healthy, right?
2: I guess, yeah, I mean, probably not. No, I'm just
5: there to taste like the, the succulence of the meat and the cheesiness of the cheese. Mm-hmm. That's really why why I come there. It just kind of goes with the flow. Like, you just get to pick what you want, and you just get to customize it exactly the way you want. It, it, it's a similar approach to Subway, um, but something, for some reason, fast food restaurants have never adopted until now.
2: How does it stack up to other fast food
5: restaurants? Um, you know, in terms of... So my problem is I'm not a particularly creative individual. Like I don't really have any sort of individual, like creative thought process whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I'm not capable of coming up with interesting combinations. Right. So in that sense, it's kind of a letdown for me because I like, to a certain degree, to be told what's a good combination of things to put on a hamburger. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas here I have to think for myself, um, which you know, it's an upside and a downside. So I mean, I get I get exactly what I want every time, which it makes it. In that sense, one of the best fast food restaurants around, but it also um, prevents me from finding anything exciting and new that I might like. Right? Do they just do burgers? Um, one of their other specialties is in their side. Right, movies. right. I, I've heard of their onion rings. They have onion rings, um, which are very good. Mm-hmm. I like. I you know I never get onion rings, but I like the, the fact that they offer them. Right. I like to go into like a Burger King or a McDonald's and just ask for onion rings, knowing that they won't give them to me. Um, <laughs> so. You ask for to like just so they'll turn you down? Well, just to make them aware of the fact that they don't offer these things and that they should. Oh. Just to, just to like raise awareness within the company that like. People, why are people you, want it. Yeah, people want it. Like yeah. and, and the fact that you ask me what I want for a side, we only have one option, mm-hmm. you know, it's insulting to like everyone's intelligence, I think. Right. And, and one thing I like about, one thing I really like about Harvey's is, is that they have something called frings. Right. Uh, Which is like, what's a fring? Uh, it's, it's basically a little box and it's half onion rings, half french fries. Right. So it's really like, for people who are indecisive, it's like the best of both worlds. Right. So you get like a little bit of onion rings, a little bit of french fries.
1: give
2: us the name give a tease for for what's going to come later
4: it's called the olive oil vancouver olive oil company mm-hmm. and it's essentially an olive oil tasting bar so
2: and she will give us a review yes. of it and uh, and uh, so yeah stay tuned uh you are listening to citr 101.9 fm vancouver and uh what would you like to hear next brenda some arthur
3: i would so this is arthur crewman he used to have a show on the station and he just released this album
2: Yeah, it's uh, called Undercovers, and this song is called Reminders of Love.
0: It will come around, it will come around. Oh, reminders of love Oh, reminders of love Reminders of love Romance comes back for a second start Reminders of love, dancing like cat's eyes and I. Or reminders of love, reminders of
1: love,
0: love. reminders of love. (laughs) this <laughs>
2: And we are back That was Dai Hol um, It's got an umla I'm, I'm still working on how to pronounce those Um Orchestra And That song was called Um Oma's Omen Off of Uh Their album Dear Susie And before that was Arthur Crummin's Uh Reminders of Love And uh Now We are talking About Jerky Uh you're listening to peanut Iron Jams on CITR 11.9. I am Jordy. Brenda is over here. Hello. And Darcy is here helping um, us out today. Yes. And uh, Brenda, what can you tell us about this jerky?
3: Well, this uh, jerky place is at Fraser and 15th, 16th? And it's uh, just across from Matchstick. And what's it called? It's called BHK Jerky. It's a local business. It was started in Chinatown.
2: It's called BKH. Sorry.
3: BKH, (laughs) Turkey. Started in Chinatown by this guy from Singapore. And it was a family business um, for about 25 years. And uh, then the son decided to keep it going, even though it was in a bit of financial difficulties. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, they went on Dragon's. He resurrected the company, and they went on Dragon's Den. Yep. And uh, the... Got $150,000. Yeah.
2: Good
3: job. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not sure they were working on getting distribution for this stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how that's gone so far, but the jerky is great. It is.
1: Did you have some of it? I did.
2: Um, I have now had three kinds of it. Um, the spicy beef, the spicy pork, and the not spicy beef.
3: So there's pork and beef. Spicy and non-spicy. It's really,
2: there's not a lot of varieties of it there, but it is all very good. It's all done in a very distinct Singaporean style. Um, Let's go around and like each kind of discuss our reactions to it. Um, Darcy, your reaction is the freshest. Let's let's hear it Mm -hmm. untainted by what we have to say about it.
4: Okay. Um, I was um, surprised, but pleasantly surprised, by how sweet the Mm -hmm. beef one was enjoyed that. I thought it was a nice uh, addition to the the fact that it wasn't spicy, mm-hmm. but it had something to kind of uh, add to it. Um, and I was also really surprised at how thick cut it is um, for, well, I guess the kind of jerky that you normally get in like, you know, gas stations. Mm-hmm. Pretty thin and pretty cheap kind of, but this one's a nice thick cut and it feels... Oh right hearty and fresh
2: and did you prefer um the spicy or the non-spicy
4: i think i actually preferred the non-spicy okay yeah
2: uh brenda what did you th- what did you have to add to that
4: Hmm. well the last
3: time i had the spicy beef it was really spicy mm-hmm. and i had to drink several glasses of milk <laughs> and it was a bit tough that-
2: darcy went to an olive oil what
3: Moister, whereas regular beef jerky is very dry. Mm-hmm. So this is a lot less leathery. Yes. Than other beef jerkies.
2: Yeah, there was definitely. Um, a, it feels like there's a glaze on it or something because you have to like wash your hands afterwards. I the, I had mine bef- when the songs were still on, um, just because I'm working the board and I can't work the board while eating that jerky because it's too uh, sticky. Um, but. I really liked the spicy kinds the most. I thought they um, they were the best. I thought the the plain one was a little bland um, in comparison. Not that it was bad. You didn't like the sweet. I, I, it just wasn't as good. Because mm. the, the spicy ones are still sweet. They're just also spicy on top of that. And I feel like it really benefits from the spice. And I didn't find it to be too spicy. Like I didn't feel like I needed to go drink a bunch of milk afterwards. <laughs> It's a good But level. I'm not sure if that means mm-hmm. that I am tolerant of spice or that Brenda is a wimp.
3: My tolerance <laughs> is, is kind of low. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, um, yeah, another th- cool thing about the company is when you go into the shop, there isn't a lot there. There's a couple newspaper articles on the wall.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think they are profiled by Vancouver. Yeah, they were in the Vancouver Sun Association, yeah. and there's there's been a lot of um, profile on them. Mm hmm. As sort of young young business or small family business makes makes good, mm-hmm. but uh, you can actually go and see um, see them make the jerky. So the grill is right by the window of the store and is right on the other side of the counter.
2: Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like they make it in the same way that you um, might make jerky in. But at least to my knowledge, I, I, my understanding was that like you dehydrated jerky over like a couple days after like. Um, marinating it or something mm. but they seem to grill it on a barbecue at mm-hmm. the end or
3: yeah they mentioned that in the dragon's den video that mm-hmm. the smoky flavor comes from when they finished it they they grill it mm-hmm. for for a few minutes and that gives it that like extra smoky flavor
2: yeah and it, it's very reasonably priced too um if you happen to go down there's a
3: 21 dollars per pound
2: which is a lot if you <laughs> if you happen to buy a whole pound. You can buy it, I think, by the quarter pound. Yeah, yeah.
3: The, we the little bags are $5.50. Yeah,
2: so you can buy much smaller amounts than mm-hmm. the whole pounds. But if you if you want to impress your friends, share it around. If you have a lot of friends who like jerky, party favors. Party favors. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, make sure you bring some moist towelettes, or keep a uh, mm-hmm. keep some soap and water near. Or lick your fingers afterwards. Mm
3: -hmm. Not good for the car, these ones.
2: No, not not ideal for the car. Um, But yeah, I I would definitely recommend this to anyone who enjoys jerky. Yeah, me too. And I don't know if they've gotten distribution yet, but you can definitely pick it up um, at their uh, location at 3201 Fraser Street. It's called BKH Jerky. Um, did you have anything else to say about the place, Brenda?
3: Um, no. No, the owner. I saw him kicking around, and it looks like like the whole family's involved. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, hanging out, watching your turkey get grilled. Yeah, you should stop by.
2: Okay, um, let's go back to the Pop Alliance CD, and, uh... I haven't heard this Fanshawe song yet. Would you Would you guys like to hear it?
3: Yeah. Yes, please.
2: Oh wow! I think we caught that on the air. I hope so. <laughs> Good sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brenda. I didn't think you were gonna sneeze that quickly.
3: It happens very quickly. There's <laughs> very little warning.
2: Uh, what uh, were we just listening to?
3: That was Macleod. She has a show on Saturday evenings. Yeah. Called the
2: Vampire's Ball is that what? It, that's what it used to be called. Is that what it's still called? Yes. Yeah. No.
3: Usually industrial gothish music.
2: Yeah, the song, uh, the album is called Malfeasance. and the song was called "Say My Name." I don't know if she plays her own stuff, so maybe if you like it, you would, you can tune in to find out and
3: listen to her show. Listen to her
2: show. Hear yeah. more like this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we'll just play like maybe one more song and then we can talk about olive oil. Does that sound good to everybody? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 uh, play something by Slam Dunk from Victoria. Mostly local. Um, one of them lives here. Uh, the song is called Bleacher Lovin' and it is off their album The Shivers, which is their first album. you are listening to peanut butter and jams on citr 101.9 fm vancouver and i am jordy and with me is as always brenda and our very special guest
4: correspondent darcy brooch
2: and my girlfriend
3: so we're going to talk about olive oil. Darcy went on a field trip to an olive oil location. Can you tell us a bit, a bit, a bit, a
4: bit <laughs> about... A bit, a
2: bit, a bit <laughs> about. About this
4: olive oil place. Yes, I can. Um, so...
2: And it s- wasn't just a place, was it? It was.
4: But what was it? Well, it's a, it's a place. Well, it wasn't
2: just a place.
4: Uh, no, I guess it's a little bit more than just a place. Yeah. Um, so it's called the Vancouver Olive Oil Company, and it is in... Kits, It's around Trafalgar and Fourth.
2: Sorry, but Darcy's pausing because I was making a face like I thought of a joke, and I did. Yeah. Olive <laughs> is a place. No? That what? song? Love is a place. No? no. no. Olive is a place. Okay. Anyhow, food back to Darcy. Food
3: and music, <laughs> a bad combination. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so is this a store or a bar? It's a... Well, Restaurant? It's, it's essentially a store, but it's like a tasting store so you go in there and you could just taste olive oils and you don't have to buy anything and it's kind of more of an experience as opposed to a retail um
2: do you get like a table experience.
4: no it's you just walk around so they have mm-hmm. little like vats with little uh you know little you know you can turn it and i forget the word but <laughs> You know, you can open it and get a little bit of olive oil.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Like an
4: yeah. eyedropper? Yeah, kind of. Do you put it on a cracker or you just put it on your tongue? They do have
1: some <laughs> just bread. just hold your tongue
2: underneath? <laughs> d-
4: no, that would be unsanitary. Uh, they do have some bread, but it wasn't a lot. Um, it was actually just like straight up olive oil. They had little cups and spoons mm-hmm. that you could try it. So you got the full just like olive oil taste instead of masking it with bread or something else.
2: Do they just have olive oil?
4: Um, they have half olive oil and half of the place is balsamic vinaigrette. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Could you
4: try those too? We could, yes. Yeah. So uh, it's all open for tasting and you can have as much as you want. They are not, not stingy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're very excited to, to tell you all about the different types of olive oils and the process and... Everything that goes into it.
2: Um, why do you want fancy olive oils?
4: Um, so in the store, they have a lot of you know information as to why olive oil is so good for you, the mm-hmm. health benefits, and and the you know why it's so delicious and good for food and all that kind of stuff. Um, in terms of having good olive oil as opposed to just... like, why don't I
2: just buy my olive oil at Safeway?
4: Yeah. Um, mainly, what they were trying to say was that. Commercially made olive oil in large batches can be subject to uh, become rancid if it's not being made within a certain amount of time. Mm. Um, The olives actually can't be exposed to too much oxygen while they're being crushed and turned into oil. And if they are, then they do become rancid and and lose some of their nutritional and, uh, I guess, health benefits. Mm. Um, So you want to get olive oils that come from maybe a smaller place that are doing them a little bit under more strict procedures
2: um did you notice a flavor difference
4: um yeah i would say that the flavor is it's a lot more mellow and delicate of a flavor but it's still
2: like you mean olive oils in general have a delicate and mellow flavor? or No,
4: these olive oils as opposed to ones that you normally buy in, in Safeway or something. Okay. Um, but the interesting pla- thing about this place was that they not only had olive oils that were just like different types of olives, but they also infused all of their olive oils with different flavors. So there was like a butter olive oil and mm. a blueberry olive oil, and they did the same with all of their vinaigrettes. So mm-hmm. all of the vinaigrettes had some sort of flavor infusion.
2: Uh, so what did you buy?
4: So I got um an olive oil that was just olives. It was not infused with any flavor uh it was called the f s seventeen It was the only one without a romantic italian name um uh, but it really was delicious did you like it
2: because it sounded more like uh like
4: a, like a robot yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like
2: industri- like an industrial like just number like yeah. a Bauhaus. In- it was like the vat number like, yeah vat yeah. yeah.
4: Um, No, I bought it because it really was the the tastiest. It was really um, mild and mellow, but it was delicious just on its own. Um, A lot of the other ones was a little bit too much. If you just had them on their own, you couldn't really have a lot of it. But this one you could drink a lot of.
2: Did you, do you drink olive oil?
4: <laughs> um, personally, I don't, know, but you can...
2: But you could, is you what could, you're saying? You could,
4: yeah. Like, if you want to have it on, you know, on bread or on a salad dressing mm-hmm. and it's just the olive oil, then you don't want it to be too harsh of a flavor.
2: Right. Um, so you would recommend using these types of olive oils for, like, in, like, non-cooking, non-cooking situations? Non-cooking, definitely. Okay. You're,
4: you're going to change the flavor, so you don't want to kind of ruin it and waste it in cooking.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Brenda, did you have any questions? You've been quiet for a while.
3: Mm, I had one, but I lost it.
2: (laughs) Maybe you'll find it.
3: Yeah, (laughs) That's true. When they infuse flavors, do you know the process
4: of how they do that? They just, like, put whatever they're infusing the flavor with in a big vat of olive oil and let it steep for, like, days, and then they take the olive oil out. Fish out the remains? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they literally put a bunch of butter in olive oil and they put like you know or a a big batch of blueberries and it just comes out tasting like blueberries
2: huh Mm -hmm. um if someone was interested what why would what sort of person do you think would want to (laughs) go like who would you recommend (laughs) should go to this olive oil bar
4: um i think my mom should Yeah, I I, I think it's an interesting experience for everyone to go. If anyone is, anyone who's interested in food, if you're not interested in food, you probably don't care. But if you are... Also, you're probably not listening to our show. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the show and you want to know about things like olive oil that you normally would just buy something from Safeway, but now you can buy this fancy stuff that is actually
2: a lot better for you. How much did it cost?
4: Oh, uh, it's pretty reasonable. It's, um dollars for a small jar i don't remember as big the as a small jar like um
2: like compare it to a bottle of liquor
4: um
2: is it as big as a mickey i
4: think it's about a 12 ounce
2: okay so it's about the size of a beer yeah then that's
4: yes yeah, so i guess it's like a dollar an ounce so but i mean you're not using much right so what,
2: you don't use much but at a time yeah so it's like it is pretty fancy then, because that's about three times the price of mm-hmm. olive oil that you find at a grocery store yeah but
3: uh, can I ask a ignorant question? Sure. So the olives that you eat, all those different kinds, are olives that go into olive oil a different type of mm-hmm. olive?
4: Yes, yeah, so apparently all the different types of olive oils are just different brand, strands of olives. So, uh, like, for example, a Kalamata olive, there's a brand of
3: olive oil that's made of Kalamatas, or is it a whole different family of olives?
4: I and don't know if Kalamata is a family there, or it, just a type of olive.
2: There is... You can get Kalanata olive oil. I've seen that before.
4: Yeah. And like black olive oil. Yeah. So there'll be just a type of olive oil for that specific type of olive.
3: Did you, were you able to taste the difference? Like, oh, this, this. Definitely. Tastes like this kind of olive or does this taste like this one?
4: Well, I don't know the actual olives themselves because a lot of them I've never even heard of before, but there is a huge difference between them. Some are way more bitter. Some are sweeter. Um, Yeah. There's definitely a range of flavor.
2: Okay, um, what was the name of this place again?
4: The Vancouver Olive Oil Company. And where is it? On uh, Trafalgar and Forth in Kits.
2: Okay. And so, yeah, check it out. How uh, do
4: they get the oil out of the olives? They just schmuck it?
2: I think they just press it. I think it. so,
4: yeah. I okay. Think it's, I think it's like wine. You crush them. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah and the oil comes out. So there's not a lot of moisture in olives. I think with enough
2: pressure.
1: I'm pretty sure you yeah. just...
2: It's, it's a press. Yeah. Okay. Pressing system. Yeah. Hmm. But um, while we ponder that, we're going to listen to The Oz off of their new album, which is self-titled.
5: Thursday, March 28th at the Media Club. It's the Winter Mitts music video release party featuring their new song, Our Love, with special guests, Mind of Snail. Tickets are available at Red Cat Records, Zulu Records, High Life, and Northern Tickets. Sponsored by CITR.
3: Louder than the lions roar
5: my life I I wake up in the morning I eat I sleep I shit breakfast
0: with the browns
5: whatever it is but I never shut it off for five minutes I can't wait to impress my friends with my astounding knowledge of
0: cool join your favorite brownsters and tune in and listen to the best selection of down tempo electro pop lounge core.
1: strictly squares bill remember
0: subtle basic Brown. Breakfast with the Browns on CITR 101.9 FM every Monday morning so from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m.
3: The older I get, the more life starts to make sense, and the less I care.
1: Now we're riding the rainbow clouds it, and we're making it like young. A- now we're riding the
0: rainbow to Clownsville And we're making it like you Now
1: we're riding the rainbow to and
5: for... You know, you can give a hundred examples of what it isn't But man, you're going to have a hell of a time saying what it is
2: uh, Breakfast with the Browns I used to come on after them When I had a different radio show uh, Brenda has stepped out for a bit.
1: Yeah, so it's just just, the two, of us. just the two of us. Just two of us.
2: We, uh, I we d- we discovered that this album is not self-titled um, by the Oz. It is called "Future Without Her," and it's just hard to read where it is on the album cover. And the song is called "Someone Else." So, what are you uh, looking forward to in the next show that we have on the air?
4: Uh, well, definitely the next Drive and Through segment. Yes,
2: that is what I'm looking forward to as That's well.
4: That's pretty much the most exciting thing to happen in fast food radio talk.
2: If you missed earlier in the show when we played um, her new segment called Drive Through, you should podcast the episode, um, which you can do at the CITR website. And um, go back and give it a listen. Yeah, because it's pretty great, pretty great episode.
4: It is very entertaining and driving through, educating is
2: a pretty great segment that we're going to continue to do. Mm -hmm. So come back next time for Carl's Junior's edition of driving through.
4: Well, we hope.
2: Yes, we hope. Um, But we are going to play some stuff off of Mint Records. uh, not a sampler or anything, just mint records songs that we like. Um, this is by um, the Awkward Stage. You may, uh, if you've listened to the show before, you uh, may remember that Shane Kinalkin, uh was on the air with us. Welcome back, Brenda. That squeaky chair noise was Brenda. Thank
3: <laughs> you. I think we're gonna buy some new chairs.
2: <laughs> and, uh, um, but this is so stupid, so smart by the Awkward Stage.
3: we go. So, awkward stage. So awkward. Uh, we're having trouble getting the computer to play, so we're going to play you... you are. <laughs> oh, man. That's d- uh, we're gonna Darren has joined us. Hello we're, g- Darren. we're just going to
2: cut to a song. Oh we're going to play
3: uh, Chains of Love.
2: This is Chains of Love. back um as we were saying um or discussing anyways um this is the end of our show but uh stay tuned for stereoscopic readout which will be coming up next darren is not late no
5: you're causing chaos he'll be here he
2: keeps talking in the background (laughs) and uh he was saying that uh ben Lai will not be in for thunderbird radio hell but evan is filling in for him um, so, But it will still be Thunderbird Radio Hell, to the best of my knowledge. Um, thank you so much for coming, Darcy, and joining us. Thanks for having me. And Brenda, thank you as always for co-hosting.
3: You're welcome.
2: Um, we've got one, so- one last song for you guys uh, before we sign off. And uh, this song is by uh, one of our favorite local bands, Apollo Ghosts. What is the name of this song, Brenda?
3: I Followed the Rules and I Got Everything.
2: Yes, and it's off their album, Landmark. I
0: wanted to be a writer But I couldn't write a word
1: I went to school I went to school One time I thought
0: I would be a baseball player But everybody was bigger than me On the field On the field
1: I followed the rules And I got everything
0: Then I thought I'd make some money by selling the most important piece
1: of my shoe It was cool
0: And by the end you were long gone I said I was a fighter But I
1: was a fool I'm a fool I follow the rules sausage pork beef cheese whole milk butter margarine nuts and sausage pork beef cheese whole milk butter margarine nuts and sausage pork pork beef, beef cheese whole milk butter butter margarine nuts nuts sausage sausage pork pork beef cheese milk, milk butter butter margarine, margarine nuts nuts sausage sausage pork, hopp, sausage pork butter margarine